Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is our Cleveland Sports Beat Reporter here at 92.3 The Fan, and he's brought to you by Scheiba Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. <laughs> D, every time we play this, all that runs through my head is the end of Kingpin, where Blues Traveler is playing and all of the Amish people are dancing, and it's just perfect. It, I'm not Amish, but um, I anticipate that uh, every time I come on, the Amish do dance, yes. Yes, it's a, it's a good way to live life, my friend. <laughs> It, every time, every time I like sit there Wait, and play it they in have my head. Radios? Huh? I don't think they have radios. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So some of them. Loud. So so some of them are notorious for it because while they won't drive, they will have somebody drive them and have the radio on, which is legal. Oh, okay. According I was to the say, yeah, they they're they build fantastic barns, garages, and furniture. Absolutely, they do. They they definitely do, and all sorts of stuff that you could get down in Amish country as well, including some of the best wooden spoons that don't break. But anyway, <laughs> that'll be a part of our podcast: where to buy your spoons and how. So, Daryl, Amari Cooper shows up on the injury report with a heel injury listed as questionable. How concerned should Browns fans be? He's playing. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play tonight. I kind of thought the same thing. Like, it kind of seemed like one of those that crept up during the week that he was dealing with a heel issue. And the entire week, he's been, you know, he's been out there. He's been practicing. They had him in the video dumping the slime on top of Joe Flacco, which was every last kind of wonderful. But he was a part of all these different things. I can't see him sitting this game out, Daryl. I don't think he will. All right. So where are we with Corey Bajorquez? He's listed as doubtful. Is that just basically a polite way of saying, yeah, he's out? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Uh, they're going to have to. They have until four o'clock this afternoon to announce their uh, official elevations for tonight's game, and I anticipate both of those practice squad elevations are going to be specialists. Um, you know, no Dustin Hopkins. He was already ruled out. Bohorquez, uh, as you mentioned, is doubtful. Uh, Riley Patterson will be the kicker tonight, and Matt Hawk will be the uh, will be the punter. So um, Patterson's got some experience. There's some good news there. He's 58 to 66 in his career on field goals, 87 to 90, kicking PATs. Um, he played 13 games this year with the Lions. He was 15 to 17 on field goal tries. Uh, Hawk, he's got some experience with Bubba Ventrone, kicked for him last year in Indianapolis. He's got a 44 and a half yards per punt average, and. Um, 160 of his 400-plus punts have been downed inside the 20. So um, the, the kicking game should be okay today. I don't, I don't know if you can expect 55-yard field goals tonight, but they should be able to operate proficiently tonight. 
Hopefully that is the case, Daryl, because I think that was everyone's big concern was when they, especially the Dustin Hopkins side of it, because, boy, that guy has just become a weapon for this team. Like, you just know you get to the 35 and you're in good hands. And we haven't had that in a long period of time. And so now removing that, especially with Riley Patterson, do we have any indication? Because he was down there kicking, what, what was that, the 26th? I think they had him down at the stadium kicking. Tuesday. Tuesday. So do we have any indication how that looked? Did he, was he able to handle it? Was he able to handle the wins? I uh, have, have no idea. <laughs> okay. No, no. I... They are keeping that uh, top secret as far as how that went. But they did send them down there uh, this week so they could uh, get accustomed to kicking in the stadium a little bit. Um, and I'm sure Hopkins has uh, pointed a few things that he has learned out to them uh, through the course of him kicking this year. But you're right. I mean, look, when they get to the 35-yard line, you're like, okay, they at least got three points in the bag here, assuming that they don't turn the football over. Um, and, and again, I, I don't know necessarily that uh, you can feel that way tonight, but unlike Sunday in uh, Houston, where they were unable to kick a 32- and a 36-yard field goal, they should be able to do that tonight, as well as, a PA, as, well as PATs. They should be able to do that tonight. So... Uh, this is not a situation where uh, they're going to have to go for two and go for it on fourth down all the time because they can't place kick. It made me laugh watching them do that against the Houston Texans, Daryl, because it almost felt like Kevin Stefanski was like, you know, oh, turn, no, that, it that turned into not, no ideas in a brainstorm, you know? No, that was not the punchline. The punchline was Jason Lockenfora not watching the game and wanting to know if the Browns were trying to rub it in Houston's face when they weren't <laughs> kicking extra points. Because he didn't realize that Dustin Hopkins was hurt. That was the coup de gras Sunday. Lock- I, I, I love Jason. He's a dear friend. But that, that might have been one of the funniest things that happened. That was the ultimate tell me you are not watching this game without telling me you're not watching this game. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Was it Lockin' Four or was it Florio? I couldn't remember which no, one. No, it was Lockin' Four. Okay. It was, yeah. But yeah, it's oh, that was that was so he got, good. He got ratioed pretty good. And if oh. there's anyone who knows what a ratio on X looks like, it would be me. So there you go. <laughs> and of course you could get to Daryl on on Twitter at any point at right or wrong fan as well with it, spelling it as his last name. If if you are listening to this and haven't yet, I don't know what to tell you. So, Daryl, the other part of this, too, is being that the Browns have had a really hard time manufacturing any kind of a run game, at least since Joe Flacco has been here and definitely after the Dewan Jones injury, and that's where the weakness is for the Jets. Do you think that Kevin Stefanski has something up his sleeve to help jumpstart this run game? Has it mattered? Can, can, can we talk about that for a minute? Has it mattered that they can't run the football? <laughs> no. The answer it, you're looking for is no. But the it problem hasn't. is I think it will, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, it said I'm I'm not trying to be negative. How can you be negative with where this team is right now? But like it's like the one thing I keep coming back to I and know, going but like it hasn't mattered. <laughs> like you you can't th- fight you. You'd think it would, but it hasn't. That I mean that's the reality of the situation. They haven't been able to run the ball. So what? <laughs> they're still winning games. They're 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 three and one with Joe Flacco as the starter. So, um, but yeah, and that is unusual, right? Uh, because um, you know the the run game has been uh, an integral part of what Kevin Stefanski has tried to mix in uh, with this offense. Jerome Ford did have a rushing touchdown last week. Uh, Kareem Hunt continues to lead the team in uh, touchdown runs. Uh, as well so they it's like they're not running the ball effectively between the 20s 
But they are when they're close to the goal line because they're punching it in close to the goal line. So um, I, I guess my counter argument to that is as far as not getting all bent out of shape that uh, they're you know running it for 30 yards a game these days is that um, those 30 yards are basically coming inside to 20 and uh, they're, they're putting points on the scoreboard. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Jets don't come in as a, an especially strong, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, team, uh, you know, uh, stopping the run, although they, you know, because they're giving up uh, close to 130 a game on the ground. Meanwhile, the Browns are giving up uh, close to uh, 100 uh, on the ground. But um, I don't think that that's the centerpiece of the offense anymore. I don't think Kevin Stefanski's coming into this game saying, "Yeah, we're just um, we're just going to pound the ball at him all night." That that's not going to happen. Joe Flacco is going to throw it all night, and especially down there. I mean, weather for tonight too is it's actually clearer than everybody thought initially. There was talking rain and wind and all that kind of stuff. It's actually supposed to be okay down at the stadium. Well, I tonight mean, for as the well. end of December, it's going to be a be- beautiful night. Uh, you know, comparatively, right? It, it's not going to be freezing cold. Uh, you, you, no precipitation, which is great. Uh, although I don't know, you're by the lake, and uh, as Kevin Stefanski likes to say, it has its own climate. <laughs> um, it's not wrong. Has its own black cloud hovering over it. But um, yeah, um, you know, considering we are here on uh, December 28th, the, the the forecast is fantastic for football tonight. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Daryl Ryder joining us. Of course, he is uh, brought to you by Scheibe Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. The other big one that always stands out to me with this is, especially the middle of that defense, Anthony Walker has been such an important part of what this team has done, and it seems like there's definitely a step back with Taki Taki. I know you're going up against the Jets. I know it's a broken offense with Trevor Simeon there, but is there anything on the defensive side that scares you whatsoever in this game, or do you think it's just going to be two defenses going at each other, seeing who blinks first? Oh, I, I I think the Browns definitely have the advantage here uh, tonight. It's it's just um, you know Joe Flacco has to take care of the football. Uh, you know the differentials for both of these teams turnover differential, I should say, is you know pretty similar. The Jets are minus eight, Browns are minus seven. So both of these teams uh, like to give the ball away. Uh, both defenses uh, take it away. The Browns have twenty five takeaways this season. The Jets have uh, twenty two. Um, and uh, the Jets have 40 sacks. The Browns have 44. These are – here's the thing. These are very similar teams. Uh, the difference is one called Joe Flacco. The other one didn't bother to pick up the phone. That's the difference between these two football teams in my view. Um, and uh, one of these teams is going to make the playoffs, and, well, uh, the other one is uh, you know going to enjoy their draft pick. Joe Flacco said all of the right things when he – you know, talk to you guys on the 26th, uh, the, that Tuesday. He said all the right things when it came to this game and all that stuff. You think there's a little fire burning on him that he wants to drop three touchdowns on these guys is basically a why didn't you pick up the phone? Probably four or okay. five touchdowns. I could get behind three. that. Uh, and hopefully, like, three of those go to Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore would love to catch a few touchdowns tonight <laughs> against a, the Jets. That's a real good point, too, and there's a connection I mean, both there for of sure. these guys said the right things, right? But it, I actually posted a video on uh, X uh, earlier this week of uh, 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 Joe and Elijah talking about the whole, you know, being former Jet thing and trying to clinch the playoffs. Uh, Joe, stone cold, no facial expression, nothing, just said all the right things. But if you look Elijah Moore, he's like, yeah, nah, no hard feelings. And you can see in the back of his head, I want to light these guys up like you can't believe <laughs> 
Like you could just see it on his face that he wants to do it. So uh, maybe this will be a big Elijah Moore game tonight. I mean, hopefully it is. I mean, Kevin Stefanski typically plays into those kind of things. You know, he's he has in the past sent the guys out as captains to go do the coin toss for that have been there before. Oh, he, I, yeah, he I, likes I, playing I, that game a little more than he lets on in the press conferences. Yeah, maybe he'll maybe he'll legally allow Elijah Moore to crash the the, the coin toss. <laughs> Daryl, I don't Looking remember. at you, Green Bay. I know. Oh, oh, I know. Jair Alexander is, has always been a bit of an interesting player to begin with. He's a fantastic By the way, that safety, two minutes but... in front of his locker was beyond fantastic. Stupid, but fantastic. Is it, is it sad that the first thing that popped into my head when I saw that was, you know, I'm really happy that the Macho Man Randy Savage sunglasses are coming back. <laughs> I have to say, a lot of dumb stuff has happened over the years concerning the Cleveland Browns. That is one thing that did not. <laughs> we did not have to watch the Browns suspend a player for crashing the coin toss and nearly screwing up said coin toss. That is that is very tremendous. That's that's a very <laughs> good point. But we have had a quarterback caught under the American flag. <laughs> Congratulations, the, Brandon Whedon. That book is going to be You'll forever today. be remembered for that moment. When great, you write this That book. and the backwards flip interception against the Detroit Lions. Two great moments in Brandon Whedon's Browns career. I was going to say, who's the? was it Josh McCown who went helicopter? Was that McCown on yeah, the sideline? And, just... and, and guess who that was against? The Jets. Oh. Browns and Jets have played. Look, I, I think the Browns win tonight. I think it's going to be a great night for Browns fans. They're going to clinch the playoffs. But I'm telling you, expect the unexpected tonight. Because Browns, Jets, they always play weird games going all the way back to that first Monday night football game. Uh, going back to Josh McCown helicoptering a, a, a against them. Uh, you got the comeback last year. Uh, Baker Mayfield ending the winless streak, relieving Tyrod Taylor on a Thursday night. Uh, and everyone got to finally open the victory beers and the victory fridges and stuff like that. So right, the rally possum. Browns, Jets, just weird stuff happens between these two teams when they play here in Cleveland. So I got the Browns winning tonight. I got fans celebrating a playoff clinch. But um, have the paper bags and uh, whatever antacid you would uh, prefer standing by because some weird stuff probably will happen in the course of this game tonight. All right, Daryl. So Scott on Twitter wanted to let us know that he is currently driving some Amish people around right now, and they are listening. (laughs) And they are listening to us, baby. Yes! We're a hit with the Amish. Good luck with the barn raising today, fellas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Daryl, you're the man. Take care. We'll talk soon, and hopefully we're talking after a Browns win. Enjoy the game tonight, guys. That I will. And that is Daryl Ryder, our Cleveland Sports Beat reporter. Of course, he's brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. And you can hear him right after the game with Andy Baskin on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland and on our fake podcast, which will never come to the Odyssey Sports Network, Spoons and You. Click, click, click. Coming up next, two keys and a lock. Look, we're day before a game. we got a couple of things we got to do, even if Andy Baskin is there. Or is not there. We will have quick predicts later on in the show. Our buddy Spencer Davies will talk a little Cavs with us at 1 o'clock. And two keys and a lock. Coming next, right here, Dan Manigan in for Baskin Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Tony Kornheiser, yes, that Tony Kornheiser, has some opinions on the NFL playoff picture. And now you can get his podcast on the Odyssey app. Join one of the most recognizable and outspoken commentators of sports and entertainment and find out how the Cleveland sports scene factors in on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcast.
may have to talk to Daryl. We may have to get Tony. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kornheiser on Spoons and You. Hmm. It could be a really good conversation with him. See how he feels about it. Dan Maggot in for Baskin and Phelps. 92-3 the fan. If you missed that joke, go back to noon with Daryl Ryder. And uh, give that a listen. He gave all the updates of what's happening with the Browns game. Uh, also, a little bit earlier in the show at 11, we talked to Nick Costas. And colors coming up at 1 o'clock. Spencer Davies, Sports Illustrated, talking all sorts of calves and that good stuff. But while we're on basketball, we're going to start with something that just completely blew me away. And, and something that is concerning. So I don't know if you guys, anybody saw this floating around. But Mikhail Bridges, the forward for the Brooklyn Nets, Initially with the Phoenix Suns, found his way there with after the Kevin Durant trade. Apparently came out on TikTok and has told people that for the last 10 years, he has eaten Chipotle. This is a professional athlete who is 27 years old. And now I understand it's basketball. You run, what is it they said? About two miles a game, I think they say that the average guard runs going back and forth, covering all sorts of stuff like that. You run two miles a day. Something along those lines. But still, every day for 10 years, eating Chipotle, since he was a teenager, seeing that the meals are, quote, too fire to not have it every single time, and it doesn't disappoint. Okay. We have all been to, I think we've all been to this fine burrito establishment. I think we have all had conversations about it as well. There's one thing that is current with every single one of those, which is they can't all be fire. And the reason that they can't all be fire is because I don't remember the last time I went to a Chipotle where they had all of the ingredients. Because every time that I have gone to a Chipotle, they have been out of something, whether it's black beans, whether it's out of, you know, Onions and green pepper, whether it's out of burrito shells, whether it's out, you name it, I've had it out at a Chipotle. So I don't know if you can have a fire every single time because, frankly, I don't think you could have the same ingredients every single time because that's how that place operates. I've been there before where they're like, hey, we're out of lettuce. We don't have any lettuce for you. And it's just like, 
So good for him as a professional athlete that he has clearly found something that helps him out and, and something that gets him everything that he needs on a given day. But boy, eating the same thing every single day at the same place for 10 years is just insanity to me. Like, that is a serious ask. We have a wide assortment of food that is out there and a wide assortment of burrito places that are out there as well. Like, there's so many flavors out there to continuously eat the same thing every single time. And especially at a place that's notorious for you walking up and going, hi, can I get the steak? And they go, we're out of steak. (laughs) We can get your pork. We've got some chicken, but not a whole lot of chicken. We'll give you a half a scoop. Like, there's always something with those. So... That just blew me away. Every day for 10 years eating Chipotle. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So good for him. It works. It works. It works. What's been working of late, though, for the for the Cavaliers, and it's been really impressive that, that I've seen, especially since the Donovan Mitchell injury, the Darius Garland injury, the Evan Mobley injury on top of that. Sam Merrill had his moment of the sun, and then all of a sudden that poor kid got injured. Hopefully he can get back soon with the wrist injury. But there's one thing that's really stood out, and it's it is somebody who has been much aligned or much maligned for this entire fan base. And it's Isaac Coro. Watching yesterday, watching a couple of the games that have taken place of late with this team, it seems like Isaac Coro's jumper may actually be starting to come along a little bit. And I know we've all been down this road before. I know we have all looked at Isaac Okoro and have hoped and prayed with everything in us that he could turn into the next. I mean, when I, I'm not going to lie. When I saw him coming out of college, the first thing that popped in my head was Andre Iguodala. And I, that has been a giant swing and miss to this point and tells you everything to know about my ability to scout and why I don't get paid by NBA teams to scout players, which he's been fine, but you would never compare him to that level. But the big thing that we always kept reading was about how the jump shot was starting to come along. And last night, it seemed to really hit for uh, for Isaac Okoro. And it's been really good to see him do that. So last night, he was 4 of 7 from 3 for 57%. And it wasn't just those corner threes either. He was starting to hit those threes from, there, from like the top of the key and that stuff as well. He's working his way around. He's not just standing in the corner as much as usual. He's, of course, you know, like every three-pointer you know, shooter, you're going to have a clunker in there. He went 0 for 5 against the Bulls, but he also was 2 for 5 against New Orleans. 1 for 3, 1 for 2, 3 for 4 against Atlanta. In the month of December, the guy is starting to shoot about 37.5% from 3. It seems like this is beginning to come around. And I hope that is the case. Because the Cavs sorely, sorely need him to be out there on the defensive end, he does a really nice job against guards. He can definitely give fits to certain guys. He can stand in front of a lot of guards. He's long enough to have those issues. Now, they still need someone between 6'6 six, six and 6'10 six, who can guard multiple positions, but that's not important right now. But he can stand in front of guards, and if he can become fine on offense, I'm not saying good, I'm not saying elite, I'm not saying great or anything like that, fine, passable. Somebody who can shoot... from the corner, 35% from three. Somebody who you can have on the floor and not have to have everybody sag off of all of the time. He's a decent passer. He can find the open guy. He can throw a nice bounce pass every so often to one of the big guys. He had a couple alley-oops yesterday that that were a little clunkerish in that Dallas win. But 
or win over Dallas is what I meant to say there. But like, if they can get him to a level where he is a passable NBA player, it only helps to expand this roster. Because as we all saw in that Knicks series last year, and it's still burnt in our heads until the end, that was the guy. That position, that three, if he was in at the three, if he was in at the two, that was the spot where you could take that defender and double-team Donovan Mitchell or double-team the pick-and-roll with Darius Garland and blitz those guys or drop those guys or do whatever you wanted to do to mix up all of those different coverages so that it wasn't the same thing over and over again. And I hope this is the beginning of something with Isaac Okoro. I hope this, with everything in me, I hope that is the case. And I know we have all said that a minimum of 13 times since Isaac Okoro got into the league. I know we have all made those proclamations before, partially because he's a first-round pick. I really hope this is the turning point, because if it is, all of a sudden, this team begins to turn around. The other thing that's really stood out to me during the injuries of Garland and Mitchell is the fact that Karis LeVert has been a really good backup point guard for this team. And I didn't think that was going to be the case because Karis LeVert, his entire career, has always been shoot first, shoot second, shoot third. And that's how he has operated. He is instant offense off of the bench. He's also dealt with injuries along the way. But when he had his run with the Brooklyn Nets where everybody seemed to you know, definitely find Karis LeVert and be impressed with what it is, it was because of his ability as a scorer off the bench that he could – it was just instant offense. He was instant 15 points and getting those shots up. But when he's moved to that backup point guard spot like he did last night, seven assists in that game coming off the bench for the Cavs. He tossed seven assists to go along with the 28 points, including the big clutch threes at the tail end. He was he was 6 of 11 from three. And so he had those big threes along the way, and especially into the fourth quarter when they were making that comeback. Karis LeVert was the one who was hitting those big threes. And Karis LeVert was the one bringing the ball down the floor and really initiating that offense, and it looked good with him in there. It was great to see him be able to do that and the Cavs to run some semblance of offense that was more than just high screen and roll. The ball was swinging all over the place. It seemed like they maybe have a semblance of an offense that isn't just dribble, 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 bring up Evan, set, pick, dribble, dribble, come around, hopefully bounce pass. Like something that's a little bit more than something that is so predictable over and over again. And so... I hope that continues to be the case. And I hope that they continue to be able to do that with this roster and with Kara Silver and that offense as you get Darius Garland back and as you get Donovan Mitchell back. That becomes an aspect of the offense. This is always going to be a high screen and roll team. That's how Donovan Mitchell operates best. That's how he gets easy points. That's how his ability to get to the basket, to hit those threes, to all of those stuff, is having the ball in his hands. Hopefully having some kind of a concrete offense in there with off-the-ball movement can only help this more. And having those two out can only hammer that home. And I hope that Donovan Mitchell and I hope that Darius Garland are watching the Cleveland Cavaliers right now and how they are operating and saying to themselves, great. Where do I fit into this? I can break it when I need to, but at the same point, I would like to be a cog in it. And then I can go high screen and roll, and I could go ISO, and I could do all those things. But I know that if I run this offense, we can get George and Yang open shots, and we can get Max Struess good looks, 
and we can hit Jared Allen for those roles, and we can get him a little bit more integrated in the offense because he can, again, Jared Allen finishes well over both shoulders. That's a skill that not a ton of people have and a ton of big people, big guys have. He can do that. You saw it last night in that game during that comeback. Jared Allen, not only with the hustle with the 21 boards and playing the great defense along the way, or the 23 boards, I should say, if I can read better, but the 24 points on top of that. He was a key cog in that offense that helped take down Dallas last night. And Lively, a great shot blocker, somebody who should have given Jared Allen fits, didn't. We saw Mitchell Robinson give him fits all throughout that playoffs. And I, and I apologize for coming back to that Knicks series, but we know where the goal is for that team, and we know how the regular season operates for the NBA. The regular season in the NBA is all about working out all the kinks so that when you find your way into the playoffs, you're humming. And I feel like the Cleveland Cavaliers are beginning to stumble onto some things while these three guys are out that maybe can help build for when they make a playoff series and give them more aspects to the offense. So it's not predictable. Because if you become predictable, you're dead. Only a few guys in this league ever were were predictable but yet we're still better than you. But they were so good at it, it was a different level. And the Cavs don't have any of those particular players. Donovan Mitchell can have those moments. But you don't need those guys to win a title, or else those guys would win the title every single year. For example, Jerry West. The scouting report said Jerry West was going to go right every single time. He's going to go right, and you won't stop him. That was the other part of it. Jerry West will go right, and you won't stop him. Like, there are some guys who could do that. LeBron James is another one of those. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, all of those guys. They could do what they want to do, and you won't stop them. But if you could build an offense with multiple facets, and you get an Isaac Okoro shooting the ball decently, and you get a Jaron Allen who could finish over both shoulders, and as a part of this is more than just a rebounder and dunker, then it opens up a lot of different options for this Cavs team. We're going to talk to Spencer Davies about this. He covers the Cavaliers for... Uh, Sports Illustrated. We'll talk to him about that next. Dan Manigan for Baskin and Phelps, 92 to the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.